Wait, wait, wait. You've never seen Paid in Full. A low down dirty shame. Acrimony. It's yes. Christmas. No, I don't think I have. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? Where we watch all those black films you know and love. Oh, wait. Yeah, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> At the end, I was like, hey, Joe. Um. <laughs> and we ask. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? So then guys, we have to ask now, does it hold up? Now, on to the show. Mm -mm -mm. The hoe is mine. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I thought you Not running 10. <laughs> Oh. Now, why, why, <laughs> when that, came, why, when that came up? Do you know the first thing that I thought about? And Camille, you probably do. Do you remember that song that Usher and I'm so sorry to say it, but R. Kelly had, um, called "Same Girl." I do. Do you remember song. that? I that is what this song. reminded me of. Singing, yes, they were fighting over the, over same, the girl, same girl. Famously. And I was yeah. like, the hoe is mine. Like, there's already a male version of the girl is mine. And it's that song. But I guess in 2002, that song was. Yeah, like, I'm wondering. I don't know, I think maybe it was a little later. That was a little bit later. That was like, I was young. So I would say that was like 2007, maybe 2008, something like they that. They were inspired by this movie. They were in clearly inspired by this movie, but more by Brandy and Monica. Um, hi everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up, guys? We are a full team. Again. Yes, we are so happy to have you back, Lyndon. We you. love Thank your you. beautiful singing. <laughs> I hope we get to hear more of it. Mm -hmm, hope we get mm -hmm, to hear mm -hmm. more of it. But what is up, guys? How are you? Happy June. Happy Black Music Month. Happy Pride. Um, I hope everybody's Be having a are. great time. <laughs> Be who you are. Yes. Come on, runs. Oh, she's been working. Okay. Yeah. That's why that's why she's been gone for so long. She's been warming up the yeah. entire time. She's exactly, actually, exactly. She's I had to lubricate the throat and now I'm back and ready to, you know. She's actually the one who's starring on that terrible Sam Levinson show. Like it's what it show? should be you. It's called The Idol. Oh, um, I forgot it was the Sam Levinson show. Did you see that? How could you? Of course not. Okay, I watched the first episode because I was thinking, what if it's not terrible? Right. I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking terrible. But let's talk about it. Let's get into it. How is everybody? What is everybody watching? What are you Buffy the Vampire to? Slayer? Still? Oh, it's six. a lot of seasons. Season yeah, there yeah, there's seven seasons. seasons and a lot of episodes too. I was we're Googling. reaching the end of season six. Willow is off her rocker, and you know what? I support it. I fully support it. Kill him. <laughs> um, I was thinking. Um, I no no no. The other day, like, I was high and I was watching um Modern Family um as one does and it just occurred to me in the moment like as i was sitting there watching i was like oh my god they're acting like this is not natural to yeah bitch you were high you were high <laughs> no because i also you certainly were modern family right now <laughs> 
and the way that I'd be cackling while watching the show. It's so funny because I was just having this realization like, oh no, they are actors. Like they rehearse this. Like this is this is not how they usually are. And then I was like, damn, they are good at this. Like Yeah, like that's what's happening for real. Is that they're eating. They like are eating. And I was like, I had to look it up like by the end i'm sure it was a lot it must have been a stack do you want to know how much they were making per episode how much for the adults um not including the actress who plays Haley. so like the middle-aged people they're making five hundred thousand dollars an episode and they deserved it and and they deserved it and for the younger kids for the younger kids, like Haley on down, yeah, they're making like one to three hundred grand an episode. Still, for a twenty-four episode season, yeah, My some ABC Network ass seasons. I love that for them. I watched it when it like first came on the air, just the first couple of seasons. Then I fell off because I didn't have cable anymore. You know, poor. Right. But I've been rewatching it. But what got me into rewatching it was I saw a don't judge me YouTube shorts because YouTube shorts can go from a cute little clip to like literally right wing propaganda. You got to be careful out there. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. But I was watching a YouTube short and it was the episode where like Phil was helping Cam get like his dream stove yep. or refrigerator. It was a dryer. It was a dryer. A dryer. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And then the guy at the store was like, oh, well, we don't have enough people to transport it. And Phil was like, oh, I'll help you. And Cam was like, is Phil hot? Is Phil- <laughs> <laughs> Let's God. talk about Eric Stone Street for a minute. Oh my God. Now, do I want straight people playing gay? Absolutely not. But if they're Eric Stone Street, you can do it whenever you want, baby. You ate that. You ate that. You ate that and you can do it. Until I looked it up, I had no idea he wasn't gay. And there was one day where some white gay was trying to start some discourse about it being like, we should have blah, blah, blah. And somebody, and then the, and people were ready and they said, honestly, it was really nice to see a couple like them, because that's not the type of gay couples we get on TV no. that look like normal and just like yes. are a family with problems yeah. and whatever. I was like, yeah, not yeah. today on Eric Stone Street. I won't, that I won't have so it. That is so irrelevant to what we were talking about, but that was just a thought that I had. I also just started the other two and I already am like, maybe I have like maybe one episode left of the second season. Cause I, watched yes. it. so I was eating it up. Oh my God. Those people are ridiculous. And I just, I think it's just so brilliant and clever and just like the, the, the kind of like, I guess, you know, statements they're making about like, media culture and celebrity and everything like that i'm like wow this show is so smart it's so timely i feel like there's a lot going on right now that's distracting from it <clears throat> sam levinson sam levinson. <clears throat> but 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 i i just like i'm 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 really into it i'm really yes. into it it's so good so i'm finally i'm so glad that i finally started it um and guess what the righteous gemstones comes back soon Yes. Bitch, I cannot yes. wait. Okay, I've only ever I seen the first wait. episode and a half of that show because I, I keep forgetting to. the name and then I don't know what to look up to find the show. You should look up Pastor Scammer 
children. Yeah, exactly. Pastor scammer John Goodman. Yeah, answer. Yeah. See, I keep up. forgetting it's John Goodman. The only actor that like comes to mind when I think about it is the guy that plays Gideon because he was also in Booksmart. But then oh. I forget when I'm trying to look up the show. I forget that I remember him from Booksmart, so that I don't even know what movie so to click on to find the actor what. to find the show again. I don't even know what I remembered him from, and I definitely didn't see Booksmart, so I must have seen him as something else. Oh, watch Booksmart; yeah. it's good. No, Booksmart sure, is good. Maybe I just it's a good coming of age. Sure, it is. I love it a good is, coming is. of age. Um, but that's me. That's what I've been watching. Um. Wait, I want to hear your your guys' thoughts on the Vanderpump Rules uh, reunion. I need to know. No, no, no. I need to know where Camille is at in the Vanderpump journey. I've been gone for a while. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't even really matter, you know? That doesn't even really matter. Right now, technically, for real, in real life, I'm on season seven. But I watched season 10. You're Dark Passenger Stassi. Got it, got it. But I watched season 10. Yes. And all parts of the reunion. Yes, and all of yes. the pumped up editions, as yes. you have to. Yeah. I mean, there's another episode literally happening tonight when we're recording. Secrets it, revealed, like, right? Exactly. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I never yes. watched the secrets revealed episodes of any of the franchises. I'm always like, what is, do I really care about this? But it might be some tea. On this I do the same thing, but the Vanderpump ones. I recently watched one, and I said, oh, I kind of like this. And secrets <laughs> are being revealed. Because it's like, I will, you know, Love Island, I'm not watching Unseen Bits. If it's right. like, I'm just, I don't. Exactly. Right. It's, un- it's Unseen Bits of them just sitting around being like, can I fuck you for a chat? Guys, this exactly. is why I never watch Love Island. And people have been trying to get me to watch the show for years, but I just don't get it. Why are there I no can't fat do dating shows show? anymore. Yeah. I mean, why are there yes. No I mean, fat people. Yeah. Because Mariah, this isn't the real world. Don't you? Don't. That's where you're. That's where you're. This is not real life. This is a a, a weird, like third thing. Like it sure. is a fishbowl that you cannot look away from. I I couldn't get through the first episode. You, there's certain seasons that you have to watch to get into it. My sister doesn't care for Love Island US. She only Never. likes specific seasons of UK and Australia. And that's all she can handle. Okay, well, maybe I just need to figure out what those seasons are. Exactly. It seems like the kind of thing I would like, you know? But it's yeah, so I just, I've never been able to get into it. Never been able to get into that it. That is crazy because the Hulu episode, the episodes just dropped on Hulu today. Because mm-hmm. normally it wrote, they go for a little bit, like a couple weeks, and then the episodes are on Hulu. If you're not a VPN girly, like I am not. Um, <laughs> and I, when someone told me, I was like, oh my gosh, summer is here. Like summer is officially started. Summer has started. It's so every, every June when I'm on approaching my 13th reason. Love Island. Love Island is like becomes the one reason. And I'm like, okay, the one reason to stay. It's like save me, save me. I'm sat. I'm <laughs> sit back down. I'm sat. Like, I don't She's even right, know what though. that conversation was, but just she I'm made sat. a point though. You can't tell me to sit down. I'm already sitting. What the fuck do exactly. you mean? No, she was I'm right to be pissed. She was right to be pissed. Literally already sitting um what about you camille are you watching anything else oh yeah well these people oh well wait 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 wait. we didn't even get into the vanderpump at all to be oh. honest oh we got derailed we got derailed <laughs> we, yes, did. we did so, let's I mean, get but, into it but speaking of those episodes pumped up edition was delivering every time i was like wait a minute that's new and i was excited um no i mean ariana maddox speaks and i'm like that's literally what's going on up here all the time <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> I yes. knew you would like her. When I she told that would. puppet, that, that Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, to fuck herself with a cheese grater, I said, that is literally how I was talking I'm in the sorry. seventh grade. Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> that's what she is to me like the she way that is. no because she I needs to be up on stage why i never liked her i never liked her from the beginning just because again like this is the number one thing that people come at her for and i'm sure i'm hoping that she's a lot more intelligent in person but the way that the producers be cutting her up really she doesn't like dumb. benefit her when lala was like bambi-eyed bitch i remember sitting there watching that episode air and being like Wait, no, that's exactly what it is. It really is. It really is. It's just doe-eyed, yeah. dumb, absolutely nothing going on up there. For me, it's it was just, just the crickets. lack of emotion at all turns. Like, not even the inkling to even pretend to cry. Yeah. Like, it was scaring me. Mm-hmm. She's a sociopath, clearly. Maybe a life she's ruiner. not dumb. Maybe she's not dumb and, like, secretly is, like, a, a serial killer. Like, maybe she has some... I wouldn't ulterior. go that far. I mean, like, the crazy <laughs> thing is, is, like, how the fuck do you have zero remorse about losing every single person that has ever cared about you? But that's it's, the thing, though. It's, like, it's, it's one thing to be upset because you betrayed Ariana. Like, that's the main thing that you should obviously be upset about because you're best friends, but... You've literally lost every single person on you that no show. You have no allies. You have no allies. And she's going to come back next season and they're going to have to bring somebody in to film with her. Yeah. yeah. They did on the hills when nobody would film with Spencer and Heidi and they had to keep bringing in their siblings. That's fucking exactly Stephanie. Yes. That's yeah. real. Fucking Stephanie. And what the fuck is the other one's name? I don't even know. I don't know. even know. Don't even know. Honestly, yeah. though, like I've been seeing a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Holly. Uh, fucking Heidi sits here. Um, I have been seeing some people, though, come out this week talking about Team Raquel, which is like, how can you even be on such a losing oh, team? Or, or trying to say that, like, like were there moments where I was watching I was like, this person really is getting piled on right now? Surely. But then two seconds Absolutely. later, she's buying an $800 matching necklace. She's tell- asking this woman if she's having sex with her. It's like, you're a monster. Like, I'm hoping that you get the help and you get better so that you can become a person that people should be nice to but as of right now you are not deserving and like (laughs) especially in this friend group this is the second time in all of vanderpump rules history that somebody has cheated on somebody else within the friend group first was Kristen and Jax. we all remember that but that was also 10 years ago and they didn't have a house together and like we're nearly on the level that Ariana and Sandoval were at when the cheating is- happened. And like what gets me about Sandoval, it's 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 his constant attempts to make Ariana the bad guy in the relationship. Like when he was like, oh, He's she kept her t-shirt it. on. It was really hot. Sarcastically, I was like, Are- it would be so pathetic when he would try to do the james kennedy thing but you're not james kennedy so you just look like an asshole wait what james kennedy thing just like when he was like trying to like mimic him and like do things that would be hilarious if james were doing them i'm like no like there's no laughs for you here yeah also some of james's commentary was so dumb (laughs) that's what made it hilarious poo poo head both of you (laughs) poo poo heads like why he was so pissed I love him so much. Just piss. He is grown. 
He has grown oh, a yeah. lot since the I 21 year old that was dating Kristen all the way back when. Oh my God. My Kristen was a monster. My favorite she is vindicated thing. though. She was right from the beginning about Sandra Ball and Miami was. girl. Yeah. Oh, kind of was. I believe yeah. Miami. And right I from believed the beginning. her. I believed oh, her. I never once doubted that. She, I knew he fucked that girl in Miami. It just 100%. made sense. Yeah. Yes. And the way they kept talking about it, it was like um, Ariana didn't hear anything that she didn't already. I was like, oh, so you just told her, and you guys are just deciding not to say. Anything. Oh, so clearly he's he's cheated before. Like, oh, I'm sure he doesn't all. The time, all the time. One hundred percent. Have you seen that him and Schwartz are officially over? I think that's. I think that's for show. There's it is no for show. Way. There's no way. Mm. There's no way. I feel like I think- Schwartz is finally, potentially. This is my theory that he's finally no longer friends with Sandoval after this whole thing because Sandoval is on tour, so he can't even like be around him when he's defending him. And he's tired of being the bad guy in every single situation he's possible. Well, he's put also in. a fucking idiot. So, oh, like, he's the they worst. Just are like two peas in a pod. You know, yeah. just being people dumb. think he's cozying up to Jax now and is going to be like Jax's BFF. Mm. And Jax is going to do anything to get back on the damn show. Oh, because... I 100% believe that Jax and Brittany are going to be back on season 11. I believe that they're probably going to bring back Stassi. What else do they have going on? Like, honestly, these are two people and no, like, not trying to comfort them, but they, as far as I've seen, don't have any skills. No. Like, at all. And no. so it's just like, Remember they Jax need to get back here. He tried to do like a fucking workout video. I don't remember this. I remember there was there's been many ventures. There's been many ventures. Ventures, we say with quotes because the beer cheese. Oh my god, I forgot about the beer cheese. We should buy some. I doubt it's still in business. I don't think it's definitely not FDA approved. What the fuck? It's giving it's the version one of pink sauce. I was gonna say it's giving pink sauce down. Literally, it's giving pink sauce. Yeah, there's no way I would eat the beer cheese like in uh, uh, no way on God's green earth would I eat beer cheese made by Jax and Brittany. There's mm-hmm. no fucking way. Speaking of um, Tom and Raquel, let's get into this movie because I believe that these fucking people yeah. are the black Tom and Raquel. You know I was annoyed. <laughs> I was annoyed the okay, whole no, time. Because now we need to get I'm into my question. I'm glad you said it. Oh, yes, okay. your question. I'm kind my of question was, it. ladies, what would you do if your man's best friend was a girl and knew all of the answers to the we're gonna get of there. like, do we're you gonna know? get there. We're gonna I literally get there. typed out we're what you just there. said verbatim. <laughs> we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Okay, let's let's jump because clearly we have some thoughts today. This was a thought-provoking film. So our film today, because it is I don't know why I have this poem in my hand. I was I like it. Um, <laughs> no, I like uh, it. It should become a staple of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so our film today is um, Brown Sugar um, because it is Black Music Month. And so we are, you know, honoring Black, you know, films that talk about music and we're honoring Black women in hip hop. And so you should make sure you check out, you know, our other episodes of our other podcasts, Where My Girl's At, and the crossover episode we just did. It was really great. So make sure you check out the new pieces on our website, on our blog, texturedair.com. And just in general, make sure you're always following us on social media and stuff like that. And so let's get into it. I'm going to do my little uh, spiel. But before I do that, have you guys ever seen this movie before? Like, let me ask. No. Because I know this is not a super popular one. And it's like, if you've seen it, you've seen it. And if you haven't, then it's not even on your radar. 
When I told my sister that I was watching this for the podcast, she said, I'm kind of ashamed that you have to watch it and you don't just know it by heart like me. And I was like, oh. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Maybe I was at rehearsal or something. I don't know when they did it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you guys have never seen it. I've seen this like maybe one. Well, you know what? When I saw it when I was younger, I don't think it phased me as much as it does. Like now when I'm watching it as an adult, like- because now you understand the stakes of both of the situations not even just that but i think like this movie i think just really warms my hip-hop loving heart yeah it's super it's like literally she had the job that i wanted all these rappers that got to be a part of it and like trigger warning um if you watch this movie there are quite a few clowns abusers rapists um who are uh cameoing and mention in this movie so if that's too much for you um go ahead and do that because like i love um i'm gonna you know what we're just let's let's just let's just talk about it i'm gonna read my little wikipedia spiel about the movie so brown sugar is a 2002 american romantic comedy film written by michael elliott and rick famu you you, nope okay you got Um, it yeah i try it's starring tay diggs and sana lathan um, the story, t- uh, the film tells the story of two lifelong friends, A&R, um, Andre, and editor-in-chief, Sydney. The two can attribute their friendship and the launch of their careers to a single, seminal childhood moment, the day they discovered hip-hop on a street corner in New York City. Now, 15 years later, as they lay down tracks toward their future, hip-hop isn't the only thing that keeps them coming back to that moment on the corner. So the movie came out October 11, 2002, and it ran for 16 weeks. So it had a budget of $8 million. It grossed about $28 million, which, you know, that's quite well. But the, the, the draw of this film, the main draw of this film is the cast. Okay, you want to talk about stacked? Baby, they got everybody in this. They have Tay Diggs, Sanaa Lathan, who I just said, most deaf. Nicole Ari Parker, Boris Kojo, Queen Latifah, Wendell Pierce. Um, and then we have the cameos. Um, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, Pete Rock, De La Soul. Um, we have Black Thought, Jermaine Dupree, Talib Kweli, Common, Method Man, Slick Rick. Um, who else? Dougie Fresh, Quest Love, Russell Simmons, Fabulous, Beanie Siegel, Angie Martinez, Kamora Lee Simmons. Like, there are, like, it, it's, like, actually stacked. Um, and they receive, like, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of, like, um, uh, nominations at the NAACP Awards in um, 2003 for Best Supporting and Best Lead Actor and Actress. Um, and the soundtrack, baby. Now, this is a, this is a sound track like it was almost too good it was so good it was distracting like um the soundtrack containing hip-hop and r&b track music was released on september 24th it peaked at number 16 on the billboard 200 and number two on the top r&b hip-hop albums and like the soundtracks that were in this like you have brown sugar by most deaf the love of my hot the love of my life and ode to hip-hop by erica by doing comment you have um what else brown sugar um then there's like uh i mean there's just like there's so many i I, like i could sit here and i could talk about the just the music in this movie for so long but we're not gonna start there yeah 
we'll get there um so yeah let's talk about it um let's start with like the beginning like the moment when they were kids like she talks about uh the moment when she fell in love with hip-hop and I kind of feel like that was just like such a profound moment a profound scene where it's like oh wait this isn't just music like she's on the street corner watching brig dancers and watching a rap battles it's the outfits it's the you know the crowd it's kind of like a culture and and not just the music and so that leads me to asking my question when did you fall in love with hip-hop i think and honestly i think this is just when i really started like that moment you were just describing of in general about music just being like oh this is like more than just songs on the radio in the car um probably when I was around like nine or ten because that's when I started like going on the computer a lot and I would just sit at the computer and listen to music and discover music for hours and hours and hours and I thought it was so much fun and honestly maybe even earlier than that my dad loves music it's a really like we were always listening to stuff um and my parents had like a lot of cds we were just talking about all of the CDs that they had and all the money they used to spend on CDs. Um, So we were just listening to music a lot in the house. But I feel like around that time when I started, when like listening to music became a personal thing that I was doing intentionally, like on my own is when I started to really just fall in love with all of it. I love that. What about you, Lyndon? Mine's really embarrassing. (laughs) You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. No, but wait, wait for it. Wait for it. So I was a late bloomer when it came to hip hop. Again, African parents. We barely had pop as it is, let alone hip hop in the household. But what <laughs> I unlocked a memory of this song recently, and that's why it came to the forefront of my mind. When Ludacris and Mary J. Blige. You know what? Run away. You got the message. You received the message. That's yes. what that was. No, because you when received they dropped it. Runaway Love. That was, I think, like the first oh, song in the history of my life that I actually sat down and like listened to the lyrics, watched the music video, and like actively wanted to understand every single you got metaphor, simile. Palmer's face. <laughs> While she is sobbing on the park bench, <laughs> she's sobbing on the fucking park bench, and Mary like, Blige is screaming in her fucking face. Like that was me. That was when I fell in love with hip hop. I was like, "Damn, this is deep as fuck." Me and my little sister would listen to that song on repeat, like you every know, single that's day. <laughs> that, that's really. That's valid. probably when I fell in love with every day. Hip-hop. You you had a lot going on. I get it. You know, you you had a lot going on. You spin a run away. You really were. <laughs> Honestly, that song me. is probably the reason why we never ran away because we were like, damn. It's bad when you run away. It's bad when you run it's away. Really <laughs> that was horrible away. advice to be giving children. Really horrible advice. Was. It really fucking was. I, I you know what? I don't hate that, Lyndon. I kind of love that. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I'm, Thank I'm you for glad you're here. I'm, I accept <laughs> you as you are. I accept you as you are. And I I get it. I get it. So let's, let's, let's move on then. Let's talk about um, when like Sid grows up and she moves back to New York City 
um, because she's like what the editor in chief of Double XL now, which Double yeah. XL, Double XL, if you don't know, if you listen to this, is like hip hop magazine, um, really, really famous like hip-hop magazine really really important in the culture especially back in 2002 exactly so it's kind of crazy how much free time she has honestly for her job to i was about to say she has a lot of time in this movie to go to parties she don't be writing she don't be writing i guess now she's just editing you know not just big job but she was like working on a book too because that comes in at the end that she wrote a book Hmm. um i don't know how the fuck she had time so that. that's coming out in a little bit yeah um <clears throat> let's talk about this party um who uh this this party that they show up to russell simmons i'm so sorry trigger warning anybody um his birthday party uh oh jump it's scare like, it's like a def jam party like as you know he was president of def jam until he like fled the country um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he the one that fled the country for financial fraud no no much worse than that rape. He was of a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot of women. I think it was like, what, 20, 22? Um, I could be wrong about that number. Don't quote me. No, it's like around that. And I'm sure there's more. Any number is an egregious. Allegedly, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Again, uh, how can they convict him when he don't live in this? Like, exactly. He's moved to a place where they don't extradite to the U.S. So. yeah and he's uh, but choice. anyway anyway let's talk about when um andre who is sid's best friend and these guys are played by sanaa lathan and tay Diggs, as we said shows up to this party with his fiance and it has never told the best friend who he talks to all well the soon time. to be fiance soon he to be proposes fiance. at the party oh yeah in a corner yeah, yeah. let's talk about that first of all if a nigga ever, 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 ever tries to like glom on to something else to do my engagement, to do my proposal, no. it's an automatic no. Because no. you didn't go out of your way to do shit. I, I would rather pluck invited. each and every one of my toenail hairs out slowly <laughs> than experience something like that. Like, I don't know none of these people. And he just like fucking is asking her to marry him at a, a, at a party. Not even I'm like surprised. someone else's birthday party, too. I'm just surprised that she even said yes, because clearly she's little Miss Sprinkle Sprinkle in this movie. But you think, but you know what? It doesn't seem like she has the best head on her shoulders. She yeah. seems because why would you marry this man in the first place if you had to buy your own ring? Like, what do you well. mean? Like, so you were like pretending to be surprised? I just don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't really get that. But um, yeah, so like I don't know like it's just weird I but I do think that like one of the notes that I had about this scene is just like I feel like this is just like a person who loved hip-hop's like wet dream like you're getting all these people in one movie like Beanie Siegel and Fabulous with his goofy ass um you know showing up at the party to ask Sydney if they could be in double XL which I'm sure is something that rappers like actually like that truly seems like something that they would do um, but let's talk about Ren and Tin, the hip hop Dalmatians, um, that are signed to Millennium Records. My personal faves. Let's talk about it. The whole is mine. <laughs> let's talk about Ren and Tin, though, because it's kind of like this movie is kind of like pitting Ren and Tin and their very commercial, uh, you know, 
gimmicky uh, right. thing against most deaf, who is like the the real hip hop, the real right hip hop, hip hop, the real culture. You know, they kind of pit them against each other. Um, but the Wendell Pierce character is like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I want that MTV rotation. And like, what are your guys' thoughts about that? Well, I was just racking my brain being like, trying to remember like, okay, what was going on at the time that's giving Ren and Ten? Yeah. And like, the only thing I could maybe think of was like Eminem and D12 or like, but that's it. Like, I feel, I was like, not that's it, but I'm like, oh, I wonder... I don't know. Like, like I was like, who is this subbing? Like, yes. who are they subbing? That's like, who are they question. getting at? That's a good question. That's what I, I'm so curious. Because I feel like it was young, but I yeah. mean, I can, I mean, it happens all the time. So I'm yeah. sure it was happening back then as well. Yeah. This yeah. happens every I, I few like, years. Though, the things that they were like, oh my God, this is like so trashy or shading back in 2002 are the things that they're kind of like calling classics now um and so it's it's interesting because i feel like that kind of thing happens all the time with hip-hop with music in general but with hip-hop especially like if it's new and it's different automatically it's wrong when it comes to hip-hop it's not the heart of this culture and they talk about this a lot Mm -hmm. a lot and my thing is not to defend ren and ten not to be on the side of ren and ten but there's like there's there's a lane for them there's like an aspect there's a part of me that understands their place in the whole world of like commercialized commercializing hip-hop and making it you know popular it can't all be most deaf with his like you know no hooks i mean or no like none of that shit just like, rapping for a long just time rapping yeah. for a long <laughs> ass time and you know what there's a time and a place for miss fat booty and believe me i go <laughs> and i will listen to it and there's a time and a place for most deaf but it's not all the time baby and if you fighting for that you're gonna be one broke motherfucker i'm sorry but if that's what you fighting for that's why dre ass was broke like yeah. that's my question too because like i understand him wanting to get back to the heart of hip-hop but like why can't hip-hop also be fun why does it have to be about strife all the time exactly. oh, i'm always i'm always saying this especially about male rappers yep. when they just start rejecting being fun and just lean into like trying to say something but then they don't even read and it's like and they i just say shit don't have the range and it's just like why not just be fun like i was vibing with you when you were being fun we're talking about J. Cole, very specifically. Very specifically. Very specifically. I'm glad I'm glad you caught up on that. Oh, it was easy for me to catch up on. We had Remember when he was cute? Remember when he was cute and he has little glasses? It didn't last very long. Stinky, I know. It didn't last very long. It did not. Um, but okay. Can we talk about Sydney and Dre? Uh, okay. Before. Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because this thing happens before it. Let's talk about the bridal shower. Let's talk about the bridal shower. So Andre's fiance has a bridal shower. Like, I don't even know how this this wedding is accelerating so fast. Like, they just got engaged yesterday. Um, he needs that half. He needs his half. He has no money. Oh my he God. needs that joint bank account. What do you mean? Why is this wedding happening so fast? I truly doubt they had a joint bank account, though. Like, she's a lawyer. Um, and I know she definitely had to keep her shit separate because he ain't got shit to bring to the table. Listen, sprinkle, sprinkle. He pro- he should have signed a prenup, but did she make him sign a prenup? Now that is the question. 
I really don't know. Well, I guess he was making money before he was unemployed. Mm, he just very abruptly yes. quit his job and didn't seem like he was saving much, didn't, I guess. Didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't or, like, consult his wife at all. Right. Quit your job after throwing a wedding. I'm sure that wasn't. Oh, my God. That was the yeah. dumbest fucking mess. Like, who quits their job? Even if you hate it, I'm sure after a wedding, you're still paying shit off. $15,000 ring that you didn't even pay for. You, shit. Apparently you owe her. You literally do. You literally do. And then what about like they move into that nice ass apartment? Mm-hmm. Like everything. You have done everything wrong. And just being impulsive. Speaking of doing everything like, wrong. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say this bridal shower, Sydney at this bridal shower was Why egregious. Would I would have horse kicked her go? in the neck if she was sitting up at my bridal you're shower. Not even, you're like not that. even in the bridal party. Why would you even go? Yeah, absolutely. The way me and my friends are set up, oh, I would have had people. I wouldn't have even had to say anything. People would have been like, "You need to. It's inappropriate for you to be here." Like you could come to the engagement party with all the other guests, but you're not coming to my bridal shower. And for you to answer that many questions in a row when nobody else knows it, like you don't have no common sense. And the you way she said it so unbelievably fast. Got like, food girl, in her mouth take... and everything. You don't even give a Smirking and shit. Smirking. Bitch. This is it. when I was like, is the spirit of Raquel in the room with us right now? Mm. I don't like you, Sydney. This is not. I'm, mm. a, I'm a girl's girl. I didn't like yeah, she was this baby. So, she and was at a too... day party, I love a daytime party, a baby shower, a bridal yeah. shower. This was yeah. not the vibe. No, she was. She didn't even look happy. Yeah, no, she clearly did not want to be there, and it was so frustrating to watch. And it's like it's clear that they were trying to make Dre's wife into the bad guy throughout the entire oh, movie. And I'm like, but she's easily. making points though. She's completely valid in how upset she is. Yeah, no, she was absolutely. I don't think there was one time where I was like, or maybe there was one time when I was like, okay, she was definitely wrong. But you know. Talk about what pushed her to that point, but let's talk about Dre's bachelor party night when he shows up to Sydney's house. She's in her towel, answers the door, doesn't say, "Oh, can you just give me one second so I can go and change into like some clothes?" Yeah. No, they have this whole fucking conversation, and she's in a bath towel. Bath towel. Even before that, why the are you going to hang out with him? Right yeah. after the bridal shower. Well, I was like, this is weird. No, this was before, even before this. Oh, right yeah. after the bridal shower, next scene, they're hanging out. I'm like, oh, you yeah. went there the same day right after? That's it's weird. That's You're weird. weirdo. She was yeah. making me so mad. But yeah, this shit was inappropriate. Put on it a, was very quite weird. I feel like put on a robe. they did. Put on a robe. Be like, oh yeah. my God, give me a second. Girl, you, I feel like she That's knew, bro, bro. Why are you acting like that? She knew what he was coming over there for. And she kind of leaned into that shit. You know, she said, you know, like, oh, no, we shouldn't do this. But she wanted to do that. She wanted to fuck He me. licked her neck. Oh, my God. When he, like. Uh, it's the, not innocent. It, ooh, it's Nothing ooh. about it was innocent. Like, I like, I just don't think. But the night before your wedding and you're making out with your best friend while she's naked in her apartment. What? Yeah. And he still went to the fucking altar and said, I do. But Queen Latifah acted a fool at that damn wedding. And oh my God. I would have had, if I was a bridesmaid, I would have just went up and beat her ass. Like, you, no, 
no, you're not doing Full this. volume speaking. Full volume in this echoey-ass church. This is a two and a half minute ceremony. We're going to need you to Shut zip your lip. Up. But she couldn't. She couldn't. And Queen Latifah acted a fool. So after that, like this is when after the wedding, she just kind of goes downhill. Like, you know, Dre quits his job and then Sydney gives him money to start a record label, which leads me to the question. How much does the editor in chief of Vibe or Double XL, Double XL, how much do they make? I feel like the editors in chief make a lot of money. It's the but writers that aren't making lot? that much. What year was ah, 2002? Give me two seconds. I'll go to Glassdoor. Oh my god! Okay. Living in New York, like you're just giving away money. Giving know. away a lot of money at that. That's the thing, because even back then, New York was expensive. To start a record label, and she just gives this nigga money to start his record label. There is nothing girly pop about these vibes. Like you didn't think, like, oh my god, did you consult your wife? Did you do this or that? It's just no. It's okay. You made that decision. Let me go ahead and give you. I don't know. We're just gonna ballpark ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars. Go right. start your record label. You don't have no, you don't know what your return on investment is going to be. You don't know, nigga, who's fun to sign. You don't know what kind of credit this man got. You just give him money. Now, that was some dumb shit. That was some dumb shit. But even though I just like, I have, I would have grievances about giving a married man money. Like that money. It's just, it's just weird weird. to do without, I don't know, like, she should know. It's just they just that's what they, and that's what the issue is they make no effort to include her which is just weird that is just not how you do that right and remember those boxing classes that uh reese or um who's the wife mm-hmm. and sid happened to both be at yeah um like it was very transparent what they were trying to do with the with the boxing class but oh boy oh she was in that bitch mad and i know she wanted to punch sydney in her fucking face and i think she had every right I really do think oh yeah right. i'm gonna be what? honest with you right now i don't think we said anything wrong in the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so. okay 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 but what did you think about the bo- are you still looking this up Lyndon? yes i'm getting really close to figure oh my it out god. okay let's hold i love her okay knowledge. so editor-in-chief for a media and communication company with four to six years of experience on average and i did not Actually, city or metro area in New York. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we do our research but over This here is journalism. We yeah. are. But in 2002, she was probably making... Hold on, I just need to do one last calculation. Period. Um, okay, so in 2002, she was probably making around $45,000 a year, which in 2002 went a lot longer of a way. So, like, that amount of money is equivalent to, like, $76,000, which is the average That's still not for... enough to be given nobody, oh, no money. Not agreed. No. I just needed to go down this rabbit hole to really conceptualize <laughs> the decisions yes. that she was making. You know what I'm saying? What did you, yeah, no. What did you think about the boxing scene, Lyndon, when they were I... in the boxing class? What did okay. you think about that? So, like, the boxing scene was interesting. What really took me out was the fight choreography in the boxing scene. Again, I've been watching a yeah. lot of Buffy. And the fight yeah. choreography in Buffy is sometimes laughable. Very laughable. But it was very clear that Sanaa was just, like, not punching actually. 
No. In the boxing scene. And that no. really took me out of the scene that honestly, I don't even remember what they were fighting about. I knew that. I mean, also like the wife, if I was the wife and then she's literally saying out loud the problems in her marriage when she's like, I have to beat this information out of him. And you already know right off the bat. And Sydney's just like, so? Literally. Sydney's just like, what do you want me it's to do? It's not what Sydney's I'm fault. Saying. It's like, not so. Sydney's fault. But at the same time, you should have still beat her ass. Yeah, that was a perfect I time. I think she was partly to blame for everything that happens. To, before you start recording, well, record. But I was telling Camille that I'm sitting on my floor and my ass has fallen asleep from the crack out. And so for a second, <sighs> I sat like this. But then I felt like Chloe Bailey, and I was like, I need to, I need to put them back down. Ah! I can't. <laughs> oh my Love god! Her. Whatever. But when she slapped her own cooch in that pink outfit in the what's that music? I forget which music video it was. I was like, that was just a little too excessive. That one thing was just a little too excessive. I don't remember her slapping her cooch. But it's you know like what? half That's a second. And honestly, it's and honestly, girl, like slap your cooch. Like I love it for you. Yes. I love it for me. I love it for anyone who wants to do that. Yeah, it's just it's the way uh, I can't explain it. It's like it's like oh Chloe, I'm rooting for you always. That's where I'm gonna leave it. Rooting for yes, you, Chloe. Yes, 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 yes. I kind of agree. Um, hold on one second. It's just such a jarring thing that I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've I just, know. I've just never seen. She does this it. Before. She does it. She does it in a jarring way. Yes, you know. It's it's like literally never guess her next move. Kind of like the way she's that very, the Vaughn talks. She's kind of anxiety inducing. I, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. I just got my period. Like just, um, oh, so I was, oh God, I just, I had, just like, had my uh, period. I'm no, on money like, now. Period. I mean, like, I mean, like. Right just now, now. Like, I love congratulations the, i call it like, my your very first one when you can like feel that it just started but you have no proof i yet. just got like <laughs> the craziest fucking cramp cramp and oh. i had to like go to the i was like i was about to, I had to like go to the, yes, but i'm okay i'm back <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to take an edible because i know i just i'm gonna need it that's but, what we were just talking about. <laughs> I'm getting so high by accident because I timed it out for when we were I'm, starting at nine. And then, yeah, I mean, you've seen Lyndon just hitting that pen. Oh, it no, I don't care. I'm sorry. I had no meeting. But let's get back to it. Okay, 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 okay. So we're talking about the boxing scene. All right, all right, all right. So he quits his job. Actually, can we sidebar for one second? And Camille, I want your thoughts about this. I want your thoughts about this too, Lyndon. But can we talk about what I think, besides the music, and besides, you know, just the love of hip-hop and the cameos, the fashion in this film, it warms my fucking heart. It was That's good. the best way to put it. It's it so was, warm and inviting. It, I don't even know. It just, it's the things that you kind of like, oh my god, like, I love New York about it. Like, it's so 2002, but in the best way like i love all the browns and the burgundy earth tones and the denim i i just like but i want to know what you think about the fashion in this movie because i was so floored by it no i think every character was so thoughtful i think they were so like everyone had their own distinct style 
which I loved. I love some of the looks that Queen Latifah was turning in her hair. Oh some of God. the hairstyles that she had in this movie, I was like, I love this. Has she ever had a bad hairstyle? Never. And it was Not just... Once. No, that silk was pressed. Let me pressed. tell you Even that. in 2002. Even in 2002. We didn't even have the technology for that yet. So I don't even know <laughs> how she did that. She's uh, well, I mean, she's always no, I'm not even going to accuse her of having a primary. I really don't she think She so. has. We haven't, but she yeah, has. That's true, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yes. Um, but yes, it, like you said, it was just so warm and inviting. And even when there is color, it's like muted and it's nice. Like even in this gym scene, I I even I wrote down in my notes, Nicole Ari Parker is so hot. Like just in this, yes! the way that like lavender like oh, suit was on her skin. It was outfit's so bad. Yeah. Nicole Ari Parker is has been so hot forever. Yes. my The note that I wrote was... Nicole Arnberger is so hot. I always forget because I find all of her characters to be very annoying. So and this- annoying. <laughs> so annoying. So annoying. But, so annoying, but it's so nice to look at. Yes. No, she was like incredible to look at. Um, but also, okay, let's 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 jump forward a little bit and talk about the New Year's Eve party. Um, I want to talk about Dre's toast first because ooh, this toast pissed me the fuck off like i was deeply upset mm-hmm. he told he tells like oh my god he's thank you everybody we made it through a really hard year we have a label blah 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 then he says i want to give a special shout out to sydney you are the perfect verse over a tight beat i almost threw <laughs> up in my fucking mouth i almost threw up in my mouth i would have turned red you? yeah did you just say her pussy was tight? I would be so mad. I'd be so mad. PG thirteen shit. This shit rated porn. What was that? How how dare you say that to your best friend when your wife is in the room, when your artist is in the room, when her boyfriend is in the room, and there are too many people around for you to be embarrassing your wife like this, for you to give her the perfect. And then he just says like, "Oh, thank you so much to my beautiful wife." What happened to the poetry, nigga? <laughs> what happened to the bars? <laughs> the fuck? That's all I get? I thought you fucking loved hip-hop. Get to spitting. Did you, you like the rap so much? Me? You can't say nothing about oh. me? Oh. You just called her the nigga. perfect verse on a tight beat. Is my Which is beat like, loose? Which is like, oh, that's so cute. That's so poetic. But not in this case. No, not in this case. Not you could have written specific. a letter or something. Oh, I just think it was too much even for Sydney at that point. Because then her boyfriend is everybody, it was, the vibe was palpable. Everybody was uncomfortable. Yes. Everybody was uncomfortable. Her man was the only one woke. Her man was the only one woke. And he was like, I gotta lock yes. this shit down right now. Yes. And let me tell you, if it came down to Boris Kojo or Tay Diggs, I'm going with Boris Kojo. Right. And you know what? Say what you want about, you know, colorism and all that. You know, I really think Tay Diggs' character is a fucking clown. And Boris Kojo's character was a basketball player. So what am I going to choose? A circus clown or a basketball player? A broke circus clown. A or a rich basketball player. Very important to know. Unemployed. 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 Or a rich yeah. ass basketball player. The Listen, only restaurant someone... that they'll be renting out is the fucking Wendy's at this rate. I am so I disappointed in her. Four for four goes a long way. Let me tell you. They didn't even have four for four back then. He I just know. couldn't afford shit. <laughs> 
listen, as someone who was in their Delulu era, I believe that okay. she can fix him. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are in your Delulu era, for yes. sure. Honestly, just all the <laughs> no, no, looks no, no, alone. No, 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 Please, please, okay. please elaborate as to how you think she could fix him. Because, huh? I believe that she believes that she, she could fix him. And if there's a will, there's a way. That's one thing I've learned in my many few years on this earth. Is if there's a will, there's a way. And she clearly had a will. If you say so, girl. Because let me tell you, that, that nigga looks like he needs a lot of professional help that ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that you say that this, um, that Tay Diggs character is a clown because watching this, I'm like, I think this is one of my favorite Tay Diggs performances because that is Tay Diggs. Yeah. That he is like that. You see him on TikTok and shit like that. That is literally like we should have been new. He is so goofy and ridiculous. And when I think about him and Adina Menzel married in a home that raising a child, fucking I know. Nuts. I that baby was growing up in the circus. No, they are actually, unhinged. Barnum and Bailey, like it was, it was fucking circus so late in that bitch. Two clouds raising a child. I just like, I, my brain still hasn't figured out a way to put together that Tay Diggs and Adina Menzel ever got together. They're married. So it's just like, married parenting, co parenting at the moment. There's, there's just there's some, some people, people who, like, like, you don't exist in the same universe. How did you even meet each other? Like, you I don't like, even understand. Well, how they you did. Crossed. Well, they met each other because they did rent together. Like, they were in oh, rent together. Oh, and rent is very sexual. Okay, I see it. I see well, it. The stars I mean, are aligning. sure. Like, that are fucking... I get how they met. I'm yeah. just saying if these two personalities in my mind do not exist in the same universe. Like, did you yes. hear that somebody said that um, Kylie Jenner is dating Timothy Chalamet? In what world would they have met each other? And he's not even black, other? so I don't even believe it. It's not even true. Well, like, they're now that's not the a white boy wave. You know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, he is still, like the it white boy right now. He kind of is, you know? And I don't get it, but I mean, Neither. Uh, I am just as confused as you are. To each his own, right? That's what I always say. Um, but let's get back to the clownery. So Sydney's boyfriend proposes. And this is another situation in which if you ever did some shit like this to me, we're going to have to box. Like, you're going to have to meet me outside and give me like a quick two. Because like, are you kidding me? This is so deeply embarrassing. You clearly are doing this in reaction to what that nigga just said. Yeah. 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 Sometimes <laughs> possessiveness is cute in this situation. It's not. <laughs> Camille's giggling because she knows what I'm talking about. Exactly. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, sure. But sure. in this situation, no, like, why are you doing this in public? Like, stop. Yeah. That was a nice ass ring though. That was a at least he now, had a ring. Okay. A I did rock. see the ring and I said, okay, maybe I would say yes at the New Year's Eve party That's in front a of all rock, my friends. Bitch. But my thing is, is so did he plan to do that before? Right. He might just carry around a ring just in case. You know what? That's okay. Just I, like Drake in those in those Birkins. Right. He just yep. has them on Birkin. hand in case he runs into a bad bitch. Yeah. Because if you stay ready, you never gotta get ready. Exactly, you know what? It exactly. all it all sprinkle, comes sprinkle. together. It all comes together. <laughs> it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mm-hmm. so interesting. Is like 
the way, like, so Sydney and Boris Kojo's relationship is, like, going in the positive direction and, like, oh, they're spending all this time. They're so cute. And then um, Andre and Reese's relationship is, like, going down the shitter. You know, like, it's going down fucking hill. And they actually run into her on a date. <laughs> I don't know. Was it a date? Well, you I don't shut, know. Shut, you know that was well, a because, date. Well, I don't know. Like you know Dre, and Sid, Dre and Sydney are also just randomly at this restaurant. What were they finna do? Like to me, I'm like, well, you're just proving her point. Like you're here to get. Mm. Like I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm crazy. But I would have been like, wait a minute. I'm just having dinner with my close friend. No, no, I like you done are. The same thing. I would have done thing. But when we both love jazz. Did you? Did you? Didn't you? Didn't you hear? <laughs> we discovered jazz together. So it's like we're super fucking passionate about jazz music, okay? Um, and yeah, so y'all do y'all thing over there. We're gonna do our thing over here. But the the fucking line that he gives, he's like, "Oh, we gonna celebrate? What we ce- We gonna celebrate what? My divorce, like." <laughs> Quintessential Tay Diggs behavior. It was so good. <laughs> it's so good because that's him. That poor waiter just being involved in all this fucking mess. I like, love watching uh, movies like this and being like, imagine being the bus driver. Imagine being right? the waiter. Like, imagine being the other Middle person. Man. <laughs> like, that like, just I, has to witness all of this. I'm just doing my fucking job and y'all are having like a four- a four-way like love quad, you know, in this bitch like a love square, and y'all need to figure shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like this scene in context, chicken Alfredo. Like that's Come all on. I ask. Do you need more pepper or not? Like <laughs> yeah. he also just ordered like a bunch of shit. He like sat down and ordered everything. And then just, uh, but that's the thing is he wasn't gonna pay for it anyway because he right. had no fucking money. But I mean, now, if I was a server, I'm like, us? should I be putting this order in or? Is this um, like? I'd be like, what's that nigga part of the whole thing? Like, um, you can cancel all that shit because yeah. we're not paying for none of that. Lamb chops? No, we no. won't be having that. But no. actually, you know, the thing is, is that she's a rich bitch, so you know, like she's a she's a big fancy like corporate lawyer, and he's a broke ass, you know, um, musician or no, he's like a music exec, mm-hmm. but then he quits his job, so he's broke and whatever. But this is at the point when Dre and Sydney sleep. Like, you are doing what I thought you were doing. Like, I don't know. Like, every time, like, you're just proving her right. You guys don't get to be on a high horse. I don't understand how you are this old and you have lived this long and you cannot tell when a nigga is clearly just rebounding with you. Like, it was, how could you even fall for that line for the the, like and you just know this nigga is rebounding Mm -hmm. and i think he also is an opportunist you know like i really do think he's trying to leverage his relationship with sydney you know because he can get his music played like she has a lot of fun i love that yeah you know like he's a bit of an opportunist and i think he's really like abusing his relationship with sydney a lot throughout this movie Yes. And she and she just kind of lets it happen. Like she just seems like she doesn't have a good support system. She has this great cousin in Queen Latifah, yeah. and she don't listen to shit she say. Like this girl be giving her good ass advice, and she's just like in one ear and out the other. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do what I want. And maybe that's why we never see her at work. We never, we don't see this bitch writing this book at all. 
She just kind of over this nigga from beginning to end. It's really like, I don't know, I'm concerned for her. Like watching the movie, I'm like, where are your, like you said, like where are your friends? Like you don't seem to do anything. And he, and you're right, like he's been so inappropriate about the article and like, I don't know if yep. that happened yet. But Trying that would have been this the- This is at the point when he's like, can you change the review of my artist's like- Like I would have um, been pissed. That would have been enough to be like, oh, I don't even think we should be friends anymore. It's weird. Because you know better. You work in this industry. You know how that shit works. Like, you should know better than to ask me to do something like that. That's so out of line. But of course, he knows no bounds. He don't care about his marriage. He don't care about his friendships, his jobs. He's never had a bound to know. He's like going through some kind of midlife crisis. Like Tom Sandoval. They are. Look. (laughs) They were giving it Tom. I was like, these people... I don't like it. I don't like it. I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, representation does matter. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the black Tom and Raquel, but Come I cannot on. approve of the behavior. No, I really Not at like, all. I can't approve it. So let's talk about the ending when she's on Angie Martinez's show. And this man calls in to the show, racing down to the station, trying to get her to say that she loves him. What if Reese was listening? What if his wife, who has not divorced yet, is listening to the radio? She hasn't even been served divorce papers. She's in a taxi <laughs> on her way to work. And she got to hear this bullshit on the radio. She's in the back yes. like, is that? I know that's not. Like, that yeah. is just so. I don't know. They should have included that scene. I would have loved to have seen that. Because I want it from her perspective. Yes. Like she's about to, she hears that it's Sydney. So she's like in the process of telling the taxi, can you change the. And then, and then that nigga calls in and she's like, I know that's not my nigga. (laughs) On the phone. (laughs) (laughs) On the phone. Trying to get somebody, (laughs) trying to get some other bitch to tell him that she loves him. Yep. Oh, okay. I would have had the three way into that motherfucker and say, well, what was you telling me last night? I thought Ooh. you wanted to work it out, nigga. Ooh. Yes. Oh, you know that's exactly what he was telling her the night before. Oh, you know. You know yep. he's just the type. Yep. Love Angie. Bitches. Love Angie, but Wendy would have already had oh Reese on the line. Wendy <laughs> would have said, oh my God, Wendy would have, this interview would have been legendary. Yes. Just, is it true that you don't have, if it, that you have a wife? She would have been all mm-hmm. up in it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I miss her. She said, oh, can yeah. we, let's get the wife on the phone. <laughs> Clap if you think he should suffer. Clap if you think. <laughs> Clap if you think he should suffer. Um, okay, so obviously in the end, they end up together. There's this big romantic kiss, whatever, scene and blah, blah, blah. Um, I get the way that it ended. I don't like how it ended. Imagine being <laughs> that radio host. Just these two random ass people. Their tongues are grazing each other's tonsils. They're like swallowing the each other whole like Kirby in Super Mario Smash Bros. <laughs> this and is Angie like, Martinez. Have some yeah. fucking respect. Yes, exactly. a legend. Okay. Have and some it's just like, fucking like, respect. Uh, okay, I guess here's like number five of this week, and they try to oh, shoot. Like, I guess we gotta play. I guess we gotta play the next. <laughs> Because 
it's like, oh, it's this cute moment. They're making out. They're finally together. But imagine, and now here imagine literally being that radio show host as that is occurring. Like, what do you do? Go to commercial. What do you do? I would be pressing the panic button under my desk. Security, get them out of here. Eject me from this situation. Like, I'm uncomfortable. We've got a show wanna, to do. I don't want to be here. <laughs> seconds but y'all are really pushing it once we hit Girl, the two to they five were tonguing mark. each other i feel like the conversation happened like that <laughs> scene was long as hell i feel like they was talking on the phone for like he had to be driving like five six seven eight blocks to get there like, then he had to go through the lobby they still on the phone like what how long is this segment supposed to be that's the thing yeah. like radio usually they gotta keep it under like two minutes maximum that was fully 10 minutes i know the motherfuckers is like are you ever gonna play the trying to get to your next destination to drop off these fucking goods and this is the show that you listen to because you know it's going to be the hits and the music you want and you and hear you... this bullshit on the radio and, and you just went through a breakup slapping together oh my god you just went through a breakup too you just were playing Whitney Houston, but you realized, you know what? I got to get myself together. I got to get these good. I need to finish my job. And now you got to start over. Yeah, it's what Angie and them talking about. Now you got to start um, over from square one because they didn't put you back there. What they didn't tell you was that Sydney lost her fucking job the next goddamn day. Had what? To. What in the quid pro quo is this? They press play on his song, and all of a sudden, he's at the station talking about he yeah. loves. It's weird, girl. It's weird. You were not it's moving weird. right. I'd be like, this is a conflict of interest. <laughs> if I ever saw interest. <laughs> you did not disclose any of this information when we was writing about this motherfucking artist. You had us go in and change a review. You didn't say none of this. say 
not to give anybody any ideas of new scripts, but it would have made more sense and them not seem as sleazy as people in both relationships to their partners if it was like they were really good friends when they were younger, disconnected, and then through the industry, they reconnected and like hit it off again. Like that, I would have been like, okay, now we're cooking with gas. And him not being, how do I say it? As broke as he was. Yeah, broke. I would tweak that as well. Truly. Hold up. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm with Mariah. You hitting I mean, that certain... pin too hard. You ain't focusing. <laughs> you not focusing. Me and Camille are trying our hardest right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I... Guys, there was a second where the lights were doing it. Th- I was like, not my vision <laughs> impaired right now. Like, just calm down. Um, just calm down. Yeah, certain so, cameos, yeah. Not, but the plot, mm, honestly, it was dumb enough that I liked it. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a no. good movie. Fair. It was an entertaining movie, I'll say that. Sure. You hit the nail right on the head. I liked watching this. I finished, I said, I'll watch this again. Um, yeah, I could it again. Was it good? No. Have no. all of these actors done better in other things? Most definitely. Uh, and you're right. It was a little lengthy. There was like a lot that happened, but also not that much happened. Yep. Because of the talent in this, I it tells me that the script was really, really where the issue lied. Because they, yes. like, what were they supposed to do with that? And I think it was exciting to have all those people in the room, all those hip hop artists. Who, oh, for sure. You know, especially the ones that aren't abusers. Um, right. right. But I feel like that probably I be, I bet it felt like just as good to make as it feels to like watch it, you know. And you could you get that vibe. Yeah, you get that vibe that it's just people really excited to like do a fun thing about hip hop. About hip hop, like it's not even about being a a good movie. Um <laughs> so I good think fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tay Diggs said I'm gonna come in and say these words as Tay Diggs. <laughs> So now Lathan said, I'm not going to make a choice at all. Not one. Not one. You could tell that there wasn't a, what's it called? Like an intimacy coach on set. Yeah, Tay, I hope you talked a little bit about that before you started licking people's necks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you know. That's crazy. But you know, she's, um. She likes to she's a biter. She's a biter, yeah. Okay, because when I was watching this, I was like, wait, is that the woman who was rumored to have bit Beyonce? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's her. I believe that's it. Her. Yeah, she looks like a biter. Yeah. Listen. Tiffany Haddish talks Stassi too much, her. but she's not lying. Yeah. Listen. She, when she, there's she, smoke, yeah, she bit her. There's usually fire. And that's why obviously I don't take everything to heart and I'm not holding anything against anybody. But when I hear some tea, some rumblings. Usually, there's at least a little bit of truth to whatever that rumbling is. I mean, it can exactly. be outrageous. It can be outlandish. And we, we saw it in no this idea. film. We saw it with Nicole Ari Parker. We saw it in this film. She saw the truth. And so, honestly, I, I came into this ready to say it does hold up. But thinking about, like, okay, is the, the goal of this movie is obviously to make us, like, root for this couple. And I don't. <laughs> the whole time I was like, no. I do not root for them. I don't want you to be together. I don't like what you're doing. I don't yeah. approve of this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's a very soft doesn't hold up. Okay. My question is like, why did it take them so long to realize they liked each other? 
you've been with this nigga every day for the past yeah. two decades. Yeah. Why did it take you so long? I don't know. Because we're just friends? Like, I don't know. That wasn't a strong enough... Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not rooting for them. No. Not rooting for them at all. Um, okay. So if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. Happy Black Music Month. Happy Pride. And wishing you guys a great rest of your month. And we'll see you guys in a new month. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Does It Hold Up? Brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you like what you heard, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really does help. You can find us on social media at Textured Air. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E-D. H-E-I-R on all platforms. And make sure you check out our other podcast, Where My Girl's At and The Blacklist and all of the other content we offer on our website, texturedair.com. Until next time.